The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof, that like, caught me off guard. I didn't even have time to, 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 to catch my breath. We've been waiting so long. We've been waiting so long for Wolfie to, to bark. Uh, hi. At the beginning of these episodes, I, well, I wasn't, I was expecting the same thing. And I got the opposite. Boop. Speaking of creepers. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't speaking of creepers at all, but... Welcome back. Like I said, episode, uh, I didn't say the episode yet, but uh, welcome back to Far Lines of Bust. This is episode, there we go. This is episode 677. That way is east. This way towards the creeper is west, where we will continue towards the Far Lines here in Minecraft Beta 173 for your Tuesday. April 3rd, 2018. Happy, happy Tuesday. Happy April. Let's get walking. Uh, I could always use a few more wooden planks. No, no real problem collecting these items while there's a, a, a creeper amongst us. Amongst us. Amongst us. We're still raising money. Uh, check out that transition. Didn't even bother. We're still raising money for direct relief over at farlandsorbus.com. Thank you, everybody who continues to generously donate. We are up to $12,654.08 raised. We'll keep doing that at farlandsorbus.com. And when you do. Kavalovi! Oh wow, that was a bad one. That was a bad one. <laughs> and when you do, you have an opportunity to include a comment, and that is where you can uh, ask a question. I'll add it to the list. Murder! And answer it, or talk about it, a topic, a question, whatever, in a future episode of the series. So I appreciate everybody who's done that as well. Alright, we're 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 so much better. So much better. As we continue onwards here. Indeed, farlandsorbusts.com. <laughs> uh what what's what's been happening? What's been going on, my friends? What's what's the what? What? Ooh, zombies. Woo! Lava. Uh, a natural cobblestone generator, everybody. Science. No, let's not go there, Wolfie. What are you, crazy? <laughs> what are you, crazy? Wanna start on fire? Yellow, there we go. Ah, what has been going on? I don't know. What has been going on with you, Wolfie? <laughs> not much. Uh, the weather hasn't been fantastic here as of late. That one, we had good weather that one week. I knew it. It was a bamboozle. It was a little taste of spring. And then a bamboozle. Went out for a hike with Juno. Got some sun. And then the rain returned. And now that it's April, yesterday it was all rainy. Saturday was all right. And today, Monday, I'm recording this on Monday. 
it's, it's cool. The temperature has dropped, but at least the sun is out. That's a a welcome a welcome sight indeed. Bloop. What have we been doing? <laughs> There's not too much, honestly. Not too much indeed. The search continues for the 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 fun car. Have have I been saying this since like episode twelve <laughs> of this series? Oh, I think one day it'd be nice to get a fun car, kind of a second car, an old car to kind of learn learn how to how to how to how to, how to be a, 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 a wrench a, a wrench how to be a wrench. I'm gonna grow up one day and become a wrench, a crescent wrench at that. How to work on cars and old car and drive around and kind of either restore or make nice or totally chop it apart and make it a hot rod. <laughs> I've been talking about this for a while. Finally looked at a car. Looked at a car yesterday and and if I would be remiss if I didn't personally also thank long-term Farlander, Less Cubes, Less Cubes for, uh, it was local to Seattle, for coming up and helping me out. Much appreciated, Less Cubes. Uh, he came up in his, he, he owns a uh, 71 Chevelle. Came up in that beast of an automobile. Uh, let me actually drive it around a little bit, which was cool. Uh, but then we went and looked at a car. Not gonna say what yet, though. Not gonna say what yet. It's, it, it, we're waiting, I'm, or I'm waiting, I don't know who's this we, me and Juno. We're waiting on the title. I could have, I could have obtained it yesterday, but the guy couldn't find the title. Not that it's a missing title, apparently he has it, supposedly, but waiting for him to find the title, and then we may pull the trigger. But, uh, yeah, not gonna say what yet. I'm trying to figure out how I can reveal it. I gotta take some pictures of like another Jaguar F-Type and post it to Instagram and people will freak out. It's not a Jaguar. I can tell you that much. Um, but yeah, it's it, it would be a very good beginner car. It's not... It's not a sports car. It's not even a desirable classic car, to be honest. But for the condition it's in and the price I can get it at, a low, low entry, low pressure, Overhead compartments, no overhead uh, kind of upfront cost. Uh, it is old enough that I I can get uh, collector plates on it, so I don't gotta worry about that or expensive insurance and stuff. Uh, just gotta just gotta hear back from the guy. So kind of waiting. And I just I I tweeted this yesterday, but it was it's one of these things I was I've been looking at this for <laughs> for what six seven years uh, and. I was researching car, kind of hard. There aren't that many available, so kind of hard to figure out what the current price is. So just comparing it to like more desirable, faster cars and being like, okay, that should be like half of what this is. Um, hard to find a price and look at where the problems normally are, and that's what Les Cubes came along for. He, he very much knows the questions to ask and where to look and. Uh, he, he was my eyes and ears while I kind of shut down. I did all this research, thought of all the things to look for and to ask and to, to flips to switch and places to look for rust or whatever. 
I just clammed up. <laughs> I was just like, nah. And I just kind of withdrew, I guess, in, into kind of... Uh, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it indeed. I'm not... That That's the reason why I bought the, the Subaru. From a dealer. I just... I did all the, the question and asking and negotiations through email. And even that was tough. <laughs> and that racked my brain. But, like, the in-person stuff just... Zip. Nope, the brain is not having any of it. So, but I, I, I don't think I did anything wrong. I don't, you know, maybe. Uh, I mean, I, I've come up with a few more questions to ask if he gets back to me about the title, being like, well, one more thing before before we do this. Da, 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 you know, what what else can you tell me about this or something like that? But, but yeah, maybe, maybe this week, maybe not. I don't know. In, in the end. If it doesn't work out, it's I'm in I'm in the same position I was in last week and my the previous <laughs> many years of my life. So it's not like a huge burden if if this particular situation doesn't work out. That's what I'm that's what I'm telling myself so I can sleep at night. But yeah, that's probably the latest and greatest thing I've really been up to lately. I do want to thank somebody for a generous donation, and the only thing they wrote was, I donate to get Kurt to say, Ya Weasel. <laughs> ya Weasel. Ya Weasel donated to Direct Relief, just just to hear me say, Ya Weasel. Ya Weasel. <laughs> ya Weasel. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much, Ya Weasel, and uh, I, I hope I've said it enough. What was that, like six or seven times? Indeed. <laughs> All right, we got to make an elevated hidey hole here. The sun is setting, and then we'll we'll actually answer some actual questions that end in question marks <laughs> from people who have donated, Farlanders who have donated to the Direct Relief Fundraiser at farlanderbus.com. So let's... Find a spot. Uh, I don't know ice. I don't know ice. I don't know if ice is a good idea, so let's make a sideways elevated hidey hole and continue in the morning. And awakeness. And continuing on this. And continuing on indeed. Woof. David, thank you very much for the donation, asks, Have you ever had any near-death experiences? Do you have any recurring dreams or nightmares? I don't believe I've had any near-death experiences. I, I was explaining to less cubes yesterday that I've never been in a car accident that I think typically is is sort of the most dangerous sort of event that can typically happen in someone's life unless you're a particularly daredevil-y or you know risk-taking person uh, generally 
driving a car day in day out is, is the most dangerous activity one can partake in. I've never been in a car accident, knock on wood, knock knock. I've, uh, and yeah, I mean, I guess the only near-death experiences would be kind of tricking my brain into near-death experiences with, like, roller coasters or, or thrill rides, things like that. But I was never near death. So no, I'm, I, I suppose I count myself lucky for that one. The, the only... In my unprofessional opinion, near-death experience I had was when I was super duper crazy sick with food poisoning that one time. Uh, and I was bedridden. I've told this story before, but it was to the point where I... I... Overnight, like... Everything that was ever inside of me left me in, in 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 one method or another and and kept wanting to leave me even though there was nothing left I'm trying to put this delicately uh, and then I couldn't even like hold down water so I got extremely dehydrated uh, and I probably should have gone to the doctor or a hospital or something because in those situations like with extreme dehydration and IV drip helps <laughs> uh, but I didn't and it was to the point where my, pretty much the entire lower half of my body became numb <laughs> as I was lying there in bed. And I'm like, hmm, this is an interesting sensation. It's like when your leg falls asleep, but it was my entire lower half of my body and that was due to the dehydration. Uh, I couldn't barely stand or any attempt to move my legs was extremely painful. Should've gone to the hospital. <laughs> Didn't go to the hospital. Ended up getting better over the course of a couple days. As as I was able to keep down some, like, ice chips and... <laughs> is this a spawner? This, this could be a cave that just caved in. I think that's all that is. I don't, I don't see mossy cobble or cobble, so we're just moving on. So yeah, that... That's as close as I can say, and who knows how close that was, really. Uh, but it was pretty bad, and I probably have learned my lesson not to let it get that far ever again. Do you have recurring dreams or nightmares? This is a, this is an oft-discussed topic here on Farlands or Bust. Uh, for those of you who've been around for a while, y'all remember y'all remember the uh, m the stories about sleep paralysis, where you wake up in your conscience and you can look around but your entire body speaking of being paralyzed <laughs> and can't move your entire body feels like the, the blankets and covers are made out of lead and you can't move any muscle and it's a legitimate thing that happens uh, growing up I always just thought like I was a weird one and I was having like these nightmares or something uh, it's a legitimate thing that happens. They don't fully understand it. It's almost... They think anyway. It's it's hard to study because it's like you can't have somebody and be like, okay, have have sleep paralysis now so we can study it. So you kind of have to, to catch it in like sleep studies or something like that. Uh, but like the, the brain is still sending out the signal and the chemicals to your body to still be in REM sleep, uh, but 
your eyes wake up <laughs> and your your optical sensors are awake and uh your brain is still in like dream sleep mode along with the rest of your body so you're kind of pretty much stuck <laughs> uh which is delightful delightful um but yeah i do have i i think everybody has recurring dreams i have recurring dreams about certain locations uh, houses that i've never been in but uh, i could see there maybe like an amalgamation of of various places i've been to houses i've been in or lived in uh just kind of smushed together in some one big weird house um i have i have those dreams a lot um they've kind of calmed down a bit not so much the anxiety dreams anymore i i have the i guess the the disaster dreams usually centered around tornadoes but i think because i'm no i've for, it's been a few years i lived in arizona and now i'm in here in washington and seattle where there aren't many or any thunderstorms now that i live outside of the tornado alley you know where i grew up in uh, northern illinois ah i i think my brain has sort of forgotten about thunderstorms and bad weather so that's not so much a dream anymore and there's your typical you know being back in high school however at my current age and realizing oh i never got my high school diploma because i never took this class so you're back and trying to take class and pass a test but you didn't study or you didn't do your homework and then I start to realize, wait a minute, that doesn't matter. I'm, I, like, do this YouTube thing. I don't need a diploma or anything for this. Why, why does this matter? Why am I back here? Um, or, or... Bathrooms? Bathrooms. It, 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 weird privacy situations. Bathrooms where the bathroom stalls don't exist or not tall enough. <laughs> and, or, 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 like, all the toilets are clogged or something. I don't know, that's, uh, I guess public restrooms are, are an anxiety point for me. So yeah, those, those, those happen a lot. <laughs> those are, those are annoying and uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, those, I don't think any of the recurring dreams I have are, are that unique. It seems like they're, it's a, it's a shared, it's a, it's a shared mental sort of uh, consistency among us human beings that we all end up wherever these memories end up stored on on the and the old brain mush end up coming back up much like uh everything in my stomach did when i was dreadfully ill that one time <laughs> oh but thank you very much david woof fajits asks would you still hold the record ooh, for walking furthest in vanilla minecraft if you as discussed previously altered the code to reduce or remove the jitter i don't know what specifically you're talking about as far as the record the guinness world record uh a little bit of a secret about that <laughs> there isn't much or 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 any checks on that <laughs> there's there there isn't much of a like i'm not having to have somebody over my shoulder confirming 
my my movements or my coordinates. Nobody nobody's looked at my computer or or, or asked for my hard drives or, or or needed two two various different variations of proof. Um, it it's not like that, and and. I think the record is the longest distance traveled in Minecraft, so I don't... It's it's not even about the Farlands, it's not even about Minecraft Beta 173, it's not about the version, it's not... Uh, it's just... Uh, I, I think they they simply are documenting interesting interesting feats of, of the Vigi games. I think in the case of records that are kind of challenged by multiple record holders, I think that's the case where they're a little bit more thorough with confirming that the record is is legitimate uh, or or worthy of the record itself. Um, so, yeah, I'm not too worried about that. And it it seems, you know, the only people I'm worried about uh, is you, is you lot. Uh, I I kind of brought that up and asked that. I'm like, would that it doesn't change the Farlands. The the main purpose of this series is to reach the Farlands, walking towards the Farlands. It doesn't change that. Uh, it doesn't change a single thing about the gameplay, the terrain generation. I've asked you in the past when this first came up and somebody suggested and made a video and showed how to do it. And all of you guys seemed, seemed on board. All y'all seemed like that was no problem at all. It, it seems like in the code that was studied, it's honestly what was intended. But they messed up and left in the code for the float point positioning instead of the double precision. Uh, and all, all it entails is removing that reference to the float point that they accidentally left in. Uh, so if anything, it's, it's more vanilla than vanilla because <laughs> it's actually what they intended. Uh, indeed. And I intend to go to sleep and continue in the morning. And awakeness. Indeed, continuing on. Chris asks, as you, I struggle with anxiety. From time, for, for some time, I've been wanting to rescue a dog, but wonder if that would affect badly in any way my mental health. Does Juno help you to battle anxiety? Um, I, I, certainly first off, I had the same reservations both times about adopting a dog, because it is a life change, certainly. Um, oh, am I, you know, am I gonna be around enough? Is this the right size house? Should I have a yard? Should, you know, what if, what if there's problems? What if there's burps coming up? What if there's problems? What if, uh, uh, this, that, or the other? And, and I certainly think that those, that means that you are doing your due diligence to, to make sure it is the right thing for you to do, you know, as opposed to somebody who might just be like, I want a dog, and goes out and buys or, or adopts a dog without actually fully preparing or considering the, you know, whatever decade or more long commitment you're making. Uh, so right off the bat, you're you're doing good just even worrying about that sort of thing. 
Uh, as far as the mental health stuff is concerned, uh, I, I mentioned this this recently, uh, and I've talked about friends. Uh, obviously, when I moved here, I talked about being anxious about the move, uh, about my life changes prior to the move, um, and, and then being here and feeling lonely and all alone and, and uh, can't sleep, don't have an appetite, that sort of thing. Um, there's a lot of depression involved with that. If 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 anything, I could say yes. Juno definitely helps. Uh, maybe a little bit more on the the loneliness, depression side of things. Uh, a little bit better also with the the schedule keeping on a you know you've you've got now something to do. You've got you to you have to do to take care of. Um, uh, and it's it's nice to have somebody around to talk to, <laughs> even if it's a dog. It's somebody who you're you know you're not silent the entire day you're uh saying goofy things or the belly rubs who wants belly rubs <laughs> in weird doggy voices uh i do say that in the morning i have a belly rub voice that's all i'll share of it <laughs> um so yeah i could say it definitely helped uh i don't know about the anxiety though obviously as i just explained i kind of shut down uh, mentally and verbally when I was meeting with a stranger to talk about their car, buying their car and stuff. Uh, And certainly there are, you know, there are different challenges with owning a dog. Uh, In particular, Juno uh, can be a little bit uh, defensive around other dogs. So I'll, I'll get a little bit anxious, say, when we're approaching a dog on the sidewalk, when we're out walking or, or trying to go to, a dog park, uh, and uh, get a little bit anxious about, you know, I don't think she's going to do anything bad. She certainly hasn't shown any aggression, but I get mostly anxious about the other people <laughs> attached to those other dogs. But you have to try to learn to to not be because your dog can pick up on that. No matter how subtle you think you're being, uh, your dog can can read your own anxieties or feelings about a situation, and they in turn will react based on that. So, uh, so yeah, I've 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 certainly found it to be very helpful in in just my my day to day. I suppose it, it also gets me out and walking. Uh, I did find when I went on these most recent hikes that it, the hikes were easier than they were previously, probably because I'm walking three four miles every day with Juno, and. I, my my leg muscles are are, are no longer atrophied, <laughs> so you know that helps. Fitness fitness is always good for mental health. Um, getting out, going to dog parks, meeting other dog people, uh, going to the these healer meetups and stuff. But I've been uh, I went to one so far, but I'm part of the group and trying to figure out a time where I can join them for another thing. So yeah. Uh, I, I I don't I don't know that it would badly I, I I can't I can't see a way that it would negatively affect anybody's mental health if they if they're in a situation financially home wise um, schedule wise if they're in a situation that they've looked at and deemed ooh spooky noises that it's it's a good time for them to to own a dog Op- adopting a dog is always the way I would recommend it. You know, research your different uh, dog uh, breeds, 
make sure you have one that that will match what you expect. Um, you know, huskies look really cool, and and uh, you know they look almost like like wolves, and they're really neat, but they're also very high maintenance and require a lot of exercise and stimulation, uh, and uh, they have a lot of hair that gets everywhere. You know, um, they, you know, so. You know, don't make that an impulse decision either. But you know, at the same time, you know, talk, talking to beef and stuff, he, 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 he loves, he loves Bubba, and he likes the uh, the big old English bulldog. Is that what he is? Uh, but it's kind of a big lump. <laughs> beef wishes he could uh, go go on a hike or go on a run or something with with Bubba, but he can't because Bubba's just a a, a, a big uh, mushroom that doesn't move very fast. <laughs> so you know, make make sure you uh, do your due diligence with that. Some some breeds are more readily available than others, uh, as far as adopting uh, rescues are concerned. Uh, there's certainly, I, I think, similarly, black dogs that are all black don't get adopted as fast as, as other dogs do, so maybe get a, like a black lab or a, a, a smaller black dog that, uh, you know, you, you, you gotta kinda... You gotta kinda... When you're adopting a dog, you gotta kinda be... have an open mind. You can't have a specific dog. It like like I was looking for a cattle dog. I was kind of looking for a traditional cattle dog. Kind of they're bigger, beefier, and uh, they tend to have long not long, but uh, the standard cattle dog has a tail. I'm like, oh, you know, they're very animated. They have a lot of character to their tail. But I ended up meeting Juno, and I'm like, uh, she doesn't have a tail, but and she's small. She's kind of small for a cattle dog. She's on the small side of the sliding scale, but she was perfect. <laughs> she was, she was uh, warmed right up and was was chill and loved loved people and uh, reminded me a lot of Eva. Obviously, was part of it. So yeah, it's. Uh, I would say if you're even asking these questions, you're already a few steps ahead of of most people in in the consideration you've put into this. Um, but yeah, I don't see I don't see how it would. Uh, Badly affect your mental health, even if there are, even if there are struggles and frustrations, even if like maybe they don't come house trained and you gotta house train them or do obedience training, uh, then that's I think you can instead of looking like that as a bad thing and getting bummed out about it, you can look at it as a as a challenge not only for the dog to overcome but for you uh, to overcome as as the owner. I think. Um, and then when you achieve that goal and and uh, kind of correct that behavior, then that's that should be a positive uh, for you. And then you look on to the next thing to do, uh, and it kind of snowballs like that. So, yeah, right, Wolfie? You're not a you're 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 not a a, a negative. <laughs> I mean, except for the whole thing about walking into cactus and off cliffs and. Making it super nerve-wracking to do live streams just in case anything bad happens. No, no problems whatsoever. Come on, I. Um. So yeah, Chris, thank you very much for your donation and question. And I think we will uh, we'll end on that one because the sun is setting. 
do appreciate you watching. Farlandserbus.com. I still gotta write up something about charity. Because <laughs> I got I got rid of the overviewer map, because I obviously was never ever gonna update that. And also I didn't have the space on my hosting platform to maintain it. And I replaced it with like an about the charity page, but I still haven't <laughs> put content on that page. It's basically, yeah, this is a place where we'll talk about the charity we're supporting. I haven't done that yet, so I gotta get around to doing that. Um, but certainly at the Direct Relief website, you can find out a lot more specifics about the work they do uh, and uh, where the the donations here through Farlands or Buster, the causes they'll end up helping. Uh, so I do appreciate that. And I appreciate you watching and following along. Whoops, did I do something wrong here? Here, let's... Oh, you know what I can do? I am... I've only made 677 or so of these hidey holes. You'd think I'd have figured out the basic blueprint by now, right? Oh, boy. Indeed. Bloop. Indeed. Let's do that. Make the beds. Beep, bloop, bloop. And bleep, 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 bleep. That was a weird way to do it, but I did it. And a boat. I do appreciate. Once again, all your generosity, all these questions, give me things to talk about. And I uh, hope you continue to follow along on the journey. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. Grow up one day and become a wrench. A crescent wrench at that.